What it do, everybody? This is James, also known as Strider from the Gorilla Squadcast. You are now tuning into yet another interesting episode, focusing on the emphasis of interesting. I have a very cool friend of mine who happens to be a streamer, even former podcaster, and a teacher. It goes by Diego Chavez and Amaro Black, and this man tell you this man is interesting so let's lead into that oh, <laughs> welcome back to another interesting people and diego man i just want to thank you for being here today bro it's it's uh it's a pleasure as always and uh man you know just tell, tell the folks at home what you're about a little bit oh goodness okay um hi everyone welcome thank you for having me james um my name is Diego Chavez, as you know, so I go by Amaru. I'm doing my cosplay on my podcasts, and um, I'm excited to be here, man. It's been a long time in the making. We've been talking about this for a minute, but, uh, you know, COVID. <laughs> COVID and like try to get in the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely have been. Man, I mean, you and I hang out in person as much as we possibly can, which isn't much, but we try. <laughs> and, you know... Right. I already forgot some of my other friends' names at this point. It's been like two years of just not being able to go outside without the fear. The fear. <laughs> fear. Speaking of fear, man, like, man, that reminds me of, um, yo, do you peep some of those, like, cool PC games that people are making that are, like, indie and they're, like, PS1 graphics kind of style and, like, they're horror games? Have you Have you seen any of those? I couldn't tell you by name, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I was a big fan of them. Um, I usually just watch YouTubers um, play them while I gently fall to sleep, which is weird that that is like my <laughs> my time to go to bed. <laughs> just a little. But yeah, no, it just cuddles me up to sleep on a rainy day. They hit. You know, nothing is cozier than the sound of people getting massacred via 16-bit fucking audio compression. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of them rely on a good story since you're not there for like the graphics you know yeah i don't know there's something about that i think it resonates with me differently than i think it will any other generation and i think you and i will get on this wave with this is because we grew up with like the n64 the ps1 the dreamcast like so so when you see like scary fucked up scenarios in those kinds of graphics for whatever reason it like hits way differently than it would like the younger generations right oh yeah the nostalgia i think it, it especially now that we're i don't know about you but i'm not quite there yet but pretty much there uh close to my 30s so it's the nostalgia really does work on me and especially with specific memories and and i'm sure you are the same way as like video game based memories you know or superhero movies like it's it, it hits like I, even if it's not great i just appreciate them for the the memories that they bring back oh yeah no doubt i actually had a, a great conversation with my roommate who's also going to be on the podcast by the way very cool dude so uh if you ever decide to come by which you're welcome to he he wants to meet you he's a very cool guy man um he's a real estate agent but he's actually like 25 and he's he's beast mode and he, he and i just had this conversation actually in the kitchen believe it or not um basically we were saying um he was like yeah man i don't know he was alluding to it and i didn't realize what he meant by it until i really thought about it but he was like man you know you know what i think like you know how it resonates with kids definitely nowadays because you know they use the video games as a form of escapism 
and I was like, man, I really, I really thought about that, and I was like, that's exactly, you know, how I was when I was a kid and a teenager, like, my personal life and, you know, with my family was rough, but it was a great, you know, way to be focused on something else, you know what I mean, something that was like, the games in a way gave you control, even if you're a kid, it's like, I could bring, you know, I could bring Crash Bandicoot over here, or I could bring Sonic over here, Whereas maybe in your real life, because you're just a kid, you may not be able to control that. And it was fascinating what he said and just how it resonated with me. I don't know if uh, you can relate or even if you can't, like, I don't know. What do you think about all that? Oh, I mean, I'm a million percent on board. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head when it came to escapism. Um, I mean, you already know, I'm a South American boy. So uh, there was like, if you weren't doing a specific kind of thing, um, if you weren't like drawing between the lines and stuff, you're kind of cast it out quite easily, which is one of the sad like symptoms of you know old school living. But um, yeah, video games was my one thing. It was the thing that I was good at, the thing that I enjoyed doing. And thankfully, thank God, pops, my father, he would just get me uh, playing with them. You know, even on the on, on the worst days, we used to play Doom through uh, sorry, not Doom One, Doom Two, and uh, Duke Nukem. <laughs> and yeah like he would just move around and like take me places and my job was to hold the control button <laughs> so i would just be the one that <laughs> thinks and you know at, at that age it's like you believe that you're really making that difference i'm killing all the demons i'm saving my by this one button i'm pressing the control button and uh it, to this day it remains one of my sweetest memories uh doom eternal came out and i was a big fan big sim for it um, but yeah, escapism, man, it, it truly was that for me as well. Um, so I think, yeah, it, it definitely hits that little chord that I don't think it'll hit for, um, maybe the generation under us. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but, um, I don't know. I, I do agree with you though. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing that. I know that's uh, not an easy topic, but you know what? You know, I respect oh, somebody who can dive into that. that. Exactly. That's right. That's right. We do. So, you know, but it's not an easy thing to dive into. And like sometimes, you know, it's, it really is just, it really is that relevant. And like, it just, and when it comes to being a child and being in that circumstance and, and, you know, having escapism, but also like, you know, the beauty of it is, is with the popularization of it, thanks to our generation. Now people that play games for the most part, aren't looked at so negatively. It's like, oh, oh, he's a gamer. He's cool. Especially like the very young generations, you know, they're like, wow, you play games. That's cool. You know, like Fortnite, <laughs> fucking Among Us. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, I think that's beautiful. Um, but man, so yeah, absolutely. That actually wasn't even on our topics that I, we discussed, but I just, I thought that was, I, I figured that would be a, a good segue because really, yeah, that shit hit home, man. And, and, uh man just just you know fucking a lot of respect to you for embracing that um and just putting yourself out there and being like yeah you know what like not only do i enjoy games but i'm gonna actually make something of myself with it you know utilizing it wearing it on your sleeve you know maybe somebody shamed you in your life not necessarily saying that but in my case you know some family members and supposedly you know kids when i was when i was young you know, I was shamed for it, man, and it was like, it was crazy to me because I, st I, I just didn't understand. And yeah, it's like, why do you have such a problem with well, the thing that I enjoy? Which we, again, at that age, we don't really have a lot of things. We're very, 
as kids, you know, it's it's all right to be. We're very basic. We haven't had a lot of a lot of life experiences, so um, and I feel you on that, man. There's definitely a lot of judgment on it. Um, not at this age, though. Like 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 I said, close. Okay, I'm just gonna say I'm 27. Ugh. Bro, I'm 26. Like, You're like not 30, that old. Like, <laughs> not on this space, you know, like comfortable with what I like, what I don't like, or whatever. Um, you realize that it's truly just people not being able to handle things that are different again i come from a really old school spot so video games were like not a thing man if you're not a doctor a lawyer or anything else it was different like i'm still trying to explain people what streaming is and why there's like value on it but those same people are still judging me while they're watching like the bachelor you know they're, <laughs> they're watching a bunch of pre-rehearsed conversations about how to meet a fake husband which never lasts by the way i watched some of the seasons it never lasts they get divorced like after the <laughs> marathon events or whatever do you know what i mean so like it's just finding entertainment it just comes down to that like what interests you what do you like doing what do you like to spend your free time on which the older we get the less of it we have that's also true well yes but no it depends on what kind of like sometimes you have to make you know um sacrifices right to make sure that you can continue to do that or you know if you really enjoy it that much and it means that much to you you sometimes make sacrifices and i could i could say you know that i've done that for sure um i mean man i've had a lot of career opportunities but i just something didn't sit right with me it just felt like it you know i look at things on the grand scheme um i'm very spiritual with buddhism and everything and uh you know i just think like man i'm destined for something else like it's just i know i am like it's not it's not a matter of of anything like that i've been through a hard life already once why would i ever want to live another hard life in the sense of working for somebody else and and then you know not you know just being at their mercy my my entire life financially mentally emotionally is at their mercy you know what i mean and so Ever since I've learned a lot of self-respect and a lot of stuff like that, man, it just opened my world up, and I know it's, like, completely divergent, but it's it just resonates with me, man. That's basically what I'm trying to say, and I also wanted to, um, you know, shout out uh, not just your father for being the one who wanted to play Doom and all that cool stuff with you. My own, my own father, man, yeah, like, he got me all the fucking consoles when I was a kid. Like, even no matter what situation we were in, you know, like, that man always, like, you know, gave me something to play or whatever, because he, part of him knew that, you know, maybe that wasn't the best situation for me, but at least, excuse me, pardon me, at least he had a way to, you know, make sure that I'm enjoying myself in a situation that may be less than ideal, right? Absolutely. And he's the one who introduced me to Halo, which everybody fucking knows. I mean, literally everybody who knows me or even knows about me knows that Halo is my shit, <laughs> and it'll always be, I don't care if it goes to shit, I will be, it like, I'll be dead, and I'll fucking be like, yo, keep him a Master Chief helmet on my, you know, instead of a flower, give me a Master Whoa. Chief helmet. <laughs> that is one of the first things to learn about you when we met, by the way, it was like, oh, he's a Halo fan, and I was like, okay, he's cool with me, because like, even though <laughs> I haven't been as faithful to the, to that specific IP, um, as you have, it was very iconic, and you cannot deny the influence it had on other video games, especially like first-person shooters. Oh yeah, Halo was a fucking it's a beast. It really is, and if you think about it, what games really are out there that have ever done what Halo has done? 
I mean, Halo was a cultural phenomenon, and still even is to this day. I mean, look at how many faithful, you know, fans there are. I mean, of course, there's that other side of the fan base that we don't talk about, the toxic, horrific, terrible, horrible people that should be shamed publicly. And I might even put a couple of their names up on this bitch just to make them realize how terrible the fucking know. human beings they are. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm not going to do that. I would love to, but in a perfect world, which would probably be imperfect, actually. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, not to completely overtake the conversation, but I do want to say, yeah, like, I can relate to you uh, a lot with that, and, you know, my father was, was despite the situation, made time to play this little shooter game called Halo with me, and, you know, now it's been 20 years I've been a fan of this game series, 21 years, and it's, yeah, man. it's crazy how, how those kinds of moments affect you for such a long time. Right. Absolutely. Even through the developing years after, like, maybe you're not playing with your props anymore. Because I've been meaning to ask you, and maybe we might have had this conversation before, but uh, do you, um, I remember I was in freshman year of high school, and we found a way to put Halo 1 on USB flash drive. Uh, the Halo oh. trial. The Halo trial. Let's go. Uh, like, and... how cool being able to be like, that was like land parties before like we really understood what a land party even was and i guess like play with your friends in school because we're such bad people yeah yeah we're so hardcore but like in the media center i was like having two of my buddies just uh, give them the usb to download it on that computer and here we go oh so good man so so happy for the days of like before internet security was a big thing in schools we could just play video games together I absolutely know exactly what you're talking about too. That's funny. It's funny. <laughs> it was even funnier because like the the kids that bullied me for liking Halo back in the day, like when I was a little kid, like were also the ones that were like talking to their friends and like, hey, you want to play Halo Trial? You want to play Halo Trial? <laughs> and I even back then I was confused. I was like, this is some bullshit. I'm like, I'm getting bullied for the shit, but but y'all get to just keep playing the shit. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, it would be those kids. Um, I hope they're doing well. But I yeah. hope both they ate shit a few times in their lives, just for the karma. Agreed, agreed. I feel the same. Any any kind of bullies, man, they suck. Trash. Especially when, I love this uh, expression where it's like, the kids you bully go off to become your boss kind of shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. So, man, that's that's powerful. I, like, I didn't even, this wasn't even a planned segment. Like, I didn't plan on going into bullying. But, you know what? I'm glad we did it. It's very organic. I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> like my whole job situation. I'm actually learning what it looks like now. Like, what is it? Like, two generations down? Yeah, from a different perspective. Yeah. But like I said, the good thing, and I told you this before, anime is back in, baby. That's oh, right. anime is cool now, and I'm so happy. Speaking of cool, and speaking of anime... Well, we'll get into the we'll get into the anime later. But speaking of cool, now this we're finally on the real first topic that I actually wrote down. Man, um, what's it like being that cool teacher? Because I mean, no matter like how humble you are and how you know, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, really, like, imagine being a kid and your teacher's like, yeah, outside of work, I'm a streamer and a podcaster and I do cosplay and. Like, What's it like being the cool teacher at your school? Um, well, I mean, okay, first things first, I definitely don't tell them that I stream. 
because I do not want them to see me on my in my natural habitat where like currently I'm play, playing Elden Ring and um, I curse a lot I, <laughs> I curse so much I let them out in like three different languages and I don't want them to see the side of me because you know it's good to maintain a certain distance uh, from the from the minds that you're trying to shape uh, with that being said the cosplay one was a big part of my uh, first day presentation so cool. one of the things when I got hired as a, as a middle school teacher they were like okay first day just make sure you have like a powerpoint and like tell them about yourself what your expecta uh, expectations are like what the year is gonna look like what the semester like all, all of that stuff but make sure you they see you as a person and I was like oh, okay well I like these things can I do it and they're like yes go with that we have no idea what we're talking about but it seems like it's good and we don't <laughs> hear anything that will trigger you or get arrested or anything so go ahead cosplay is good and I was like okay cool dude I will not tell you how nervous I was um, I cannot tell you how nervous I was to just like kind of give that presentation and then I realized the second that I was talking about the cosplay, I put some pictures up with me and like conventions and all of that stuff. And usually that's the point, you know, that's the, that's a very important moment when the student meets the teacher where it's like, well, okay, am I gonna see him as a figure of authority, but at the same time be able to like confide in him things that may not confide to like the 60 year old teacher who was there for like the, the pension, you know? Because like, what, yeah, one of the things you learn too is like some teachers are there for the paycheck and, and, and you know, I, I, I respect it. They've been doing it for like 20 years and like they know the ins and outs, but unfortunately that kind of leads them into maybe not evolving in some ways that they should, you know, regarding of how they should teach, how they should treat other students, like what younger generations are into or not into, how you should speak to them. Um, but anyway, so at the very least, I had that confidence in me that I was like, I'm approaching from a different angle. But uh, that first day when I talked about the anime, some kids were like, I mean, you know me, I'm a huge nerd for like, anime and video games. So <laughs> they saw the uh, the overhaul costume and the hero killer stain, both of them from uh, If You're Cool, You Know, my hero. I know. Yeah. Um, it was, people were like, oh, that's him. And I was like, yeah, and then I have a Hayori from uh, Demon Slayer, which Hayori is basically, if you see Tanjiro from Demon Slayer, that's the things that they wear around them. You know, so really comfortable wear for when, you're, for when you're killing demons. But anyways, like that reaction was like such a very wholesome and very like fulfilling moment for me where I was like, okay, I get to still be myself while I teach social studies, which, you know, not a lot of anime social studies, but I, I can still have an edge. I still have an angle to play that is like unlike anything that I've seen other teachers do. And uh, no, it was a very nice breath of like, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe this this could be it. Um, so that was very nice for me, uh, specifically if I'm gonna be very selfish about it. It was very cool. It was a very cool feeling. Um, but yeah, like. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild experience man lots of stress but very fulfilling and thank god thank god anime's and baby that's all I'm gonna say that's uh, that's real I know that <laughs> I know that's real man and you know that is fucking beautiful that's like you know it's like just the journey man going from the public conscious you know finding any kind of media interest 
negative in the sense of like especially artful stuff like if you really think about it like i mean some anime like bro don't get me don't get it twisted like some anime is you know whack as fuck it's trash <laughs> you oh, know yeah. but for sure <laughs> yeah no doubt and just like anything there's good and bad in every single thing you can't just blanket term shit because you're like oh i don't like anime because uh you know fucking sex appeal or whatever um so yeah, I mean, and, and, and honestly, you, you, I couldn't have said it better myself because, well, number one, I don't have that experience like you do, but also, man, you're like, you're doing big things, bro, like, think about it, man, it's, you really covered my other question anyway, which was the duality between uh, teaching and streaming, you did basically cover that within that whole statement, and I just gotta give you props, man, you're doing a lot, and you're doing it well, you're doing it right, and, uh, you know, congratulations on all that, and keep it up, man, you're doing not only are you doing dope shit, but you're also doing a big service to your, you know, community as a teacher. You're doing something that, that you know, is often uh, overlooked. My cat is freaking out in the background. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's a, that yeah. so, <laughs> a little pirate. Sorry, I call him pirate because of the... Stop misgendering my cat, man. <laughs> like, I'm so bad with that, dude. Oh my god, I'm so bad. My no, sister's got pups, and it's like, I always get them the wrong. No, you're good. It's yeah, funny. Shout, shout out uh, Shannon, one of my friends. Eli knows her. Uh, you don't know her, but maybe you will eventually. But Shannon's uh, one of my old friends from Connecticut. And uh, <laughs> I, was on her, I was on Snapchat with her, and, and she was like, She's like, how, she's, you know, I posted my story. I think it was, oh, I was, I was walking Patch for the first time on the leash outside in the harness. And, you know, she's doing her thing and it was really cute and wholesome. And then Shannon's like, how old is he? And I'm like, he? <laughs> and I kid you not, I felt like, you know, one of those like circa 2018, 2019 feminazis on Twitter. And I'm like, stop misgendering my cat. <laughs> Hey, man, you're protective, though. Patches is worth it. Yeah, Patches is worth it. She's, she's a diamond in the rough, for sure. She's a wonderful kitty. And, uh, you know, she's doing big things, too. Uh, she has a podcast, too. It's called Nailcast. Uh, check it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called it's called uh, I, iCast. <laughs> One as iCast. As long as you don't have only meows, I'm okay with that. No, only meows, no. no. Only bobeans. Her father's uh, too protective. Um... I'm probably gonna she's probably gonna call the uh, child protective services. Yeah. <laughs> it's because she's mad and won't let her see a boy. You know. Speaking of boys, there's a fucking orange tabby that lives across the street, and she's like in her adolescence, and he keeps coming around. And I see him outside the window, and I'm like, "You little motherfucker, you better fuck off." I swear yeah. to God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he looks at me. I actually have a video on my snap too. I've, I've recorded him of him, and he like he looks me dead in the eye, like with this look of terror. Cause I caught him trying to sneak around. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it was funny as fuck. Uh, but anyway, yeah, man. Um, so moving on to cosplay, man. You know, I know you you dove into some of the cosplays you've done, but like, what was the best? Like, what was the most fun cosplay you've ever done? And like, where you just felt like, damn, I really nailed it. You know. Um. Well, I can tell you that I've only done three like full cosplays ever it was um a hero killer stain overhaul for my hero and then 
it was a um, oh my god what was that movie called it was like last minute I needed a Halloween costume um you know the song that makes everybody cry about mixing culture day of the dead remember me you know what I'm talking about I want to say yes I gotta check I that out to, no but that's like a whole different type of movie <laughs> um oh god I forgot I forgot what it is and people in the comments will definitely go off on me because of it and it's it's, it's rightful I understand it and I'm sorry but um yeah, I've only done those three um I could definitely tell you about like the better like convention experiences because like to me honestly the cosplay was awesome but the coolest thing was learning about the convention scene where you could truly just nerd out with other people in a place where there is you know a judgment free zone everybody likes what they like and everybody's like you know supportive of it or at the very least um they're not gonna like freak out again i come from a very rigorous south american uh strict background so it, it is it is very hard to like just branch out and really make yourself your own person you know the new england would like a word with you <laughs> so you definitely know what i'm coming from for sure um but yeah i remember like awa in atlanta it was very cool it, it was a very awesome place I, I went to see i don't know if i told you this but i'm really into uh ginger Ito. what's um, that manga it's for manga and he's one of like the most uh, well-known guys just because of the way that he illustrates his stories and how scary they are and how upsetting to the general mind they can be i'm a huge fan of that stuff um but yeah like there was another guy that they hired for this convention where he was talking about like folk tales but folk tales in japan like we have our like you know the tooth fairy that can be evil we have like well the boogeyman like we don't really have a lot of stuff here in american culture that i know of personally bigfoot 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 area 51 let's go (laughs) (laughs) that's more of like the government's evil hiding stuff Uh, oh the government fucking with me taking my crops exactly which could be a whole different episode um (laughs) by the way just just sending out ideas but uh but yeah, this man was truly just talking about like fairies that would live there and they would like steal your hair and eventually like choke you with it. And I'm like, what's going on? This is crazy. Like, where else can I find? So Joe Biden? Hands with this man and be like, wait, so this truly is like the stories that you would be told when you were a child. And he's like, yeah, this is a very thing. And, and it's crazy to see like maybe the similarities, like a lot of these stories were created uh, in folklore to just make people behave differently you know like children you know don't stay out too late or else a lady will steal you and um what was that one i don't know it was horrible it was very dark but like you know a lot of like fear-based stories which i'm a huge fan of horror so i'm i'm all for it but uh just just those moments in conventions and you know getting to i don't know get on a karaoke thing with Dude, there was a whole moment where there was people in a room, like a bunch of like Pokemon, and there was like a Misty dancing on a guy in a giant inflatable Pikachu outfit. She was dancing up on him, and that made him living his dream. And I'm like, where else can I find this energy ever in anywhere? Like, no, there's no way. And that's what made it so special in a weird way. Um, so yeah, the cosplays were amazing, but it was truly just meeting other people that were just into their own thing as you are into yours that was very 
very cool in a lot of ways it kind of like makes you feel okay about the stuff that you like you know like i'm into horror animes and that's awesome like i'll hang out and this person's like oh yeah like i have the best time with this person they'll be like oh yeah i'm a huge furry i'm like oh shit you're normal here i am like unlearning all these pre uh preconceptions of like what people that would identify as furries would be like like, oh my god this person's like a realtor and like they're very awesome people and they can hold their liquor better than me and i'm like wow sometimes it's like we're all the same it's like we're all just humans trying to find happiness and i was like ah oh, it's the I best respect that. i respect that a lot yeah. don't get me wrong i still think it's wild but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh i'm glad i'm glad you're doing your thing man you know what <clears throat> not to interject but i do think uh uh, it's funny, a couple of things I wanted to say. First off, you said uh, you like horror anime, so I was like, shout out Chainsaw Man. I don't even know if that's actually really horror. I think my buddy Jake loves it, though, if he's telling me about it. I wouldn't consider horror, but it's definitely... It's... You, you have to be into horror to uh, enjoy. <laughs> it's definitely wild. It's a wild show. Wild manga, excuse me. I would say the same about... Um, and more live action, like the modern, the newest Batman is like you have to be into disturbing shit and like dark topics to like it. But shout out uh, an episode that I haven't even released yet, but I'm going to drop um, uh, in featuring Eli and Brandon. We're talking about Bra- uh, Batman. But uh, anyway, back to the subject. Um, also, man, when you talk about furries, I wanna I wanna bring up this. this <laughs> I got something for that. So oh, I'm right. not gonna I'm not gonna name the the broadcaster or the, or the group by name um but when i was first starting out and, and few know this and i haven't told this on the podcast yet but oh, before i started um well let me give you some context first so i've been creating since i was a kid on and off on youtube and other places and during the, the beginning of the pandemic i just had a personal falling out in my own life where I, it instigated a massive change in myself in my life too and, and the decisions I make that led up to right now which have been beneficial and huge and great for me um so during that time during the very beginning of 2020 um where you know the pandemic began right of course I was working this restaurant job in Connecticut uh called Vinnie Brand Stress Factory shout out uh my boy Sean Voyage he actually uh, A.K.A. Xavier Washington, he was on the last episode of the podcast. Um, he actually went on stage and he was a comedian on there, which he did a set, and I was I'm very proud of him for that. My man making waves up there. Um, but back to the main point. So the reason I, I say this is because basically during the beginnings of 2020, while I was discovering myself and finding, trying to sort out the things that were wrong and create a new life, right? better decisions change my mindset and in that time i found buddhism too very powerful impactful time a lot of things happened um i started i saw an ad i was scrolling on facebook and i was living with my grandmother at this point and uh in the basement (laughs) and i was scrolling uh facebook during the you know the beginning of this pandemic and uh, i saw an ad for this website called spoon uh, Spoon Radio, and it's like basically Spoon is a website where you can stream live stream and people can join and talk to you and you're kind of like they call you a radio host. Oh, yeah, and it's a great platform. It's a lot of fun, but it's it's not super widely known just quite yet. It's still kind of niche. But um, I was on there and I 
Was I joined, I don't know why, but I joined this like one call, um, and I didn't know they were furries, but apparently they were. <laughs> wait, wait, you didn't know they what? Were furries. <laughs> oh shit! But, the, but apparently, apparently they were, and uh, man, um, but it taught me a lot actually because I was in this open, kind of sensitive, more sensitive time, um, and and. I used to cast a lot of negative judgment on furries, but they were really like laid back, cool people. They're very wholesome too. And the the radio host, who again I, I won't say my name just because of specific reasons. I'll get into that later. But um, basically, she was very cool. She was from New York, and uh, you know she and I got along very well. I actually called in when, when was on her show a few times. And at first, I was terrified. I haven't created for years, right? And that's that was my point of saying that I've created, is I haven't created for a lot of years at this point. Mm-hmm. And one of the features on Spoon is you can actually record podcasts, right? Called called Spooncasts or Casts, right? Spooncasts. And my so I didn't know what to do, but I wanted to start creating, and I was getting a lot of buzz. And by the way, this is where the Gorilla Squadcast comes from, by the way. Is, oh shit! Is I, I started spamming in the chat of this this person's uh, streams with just the gorilla and the arm flex, and I just kept doing it, and eventually it became. I started screaming like not screaming literally, but typing all caps gorilla squad, <laughs> gorilla squad, <laughs> gorilla squad. I don't even know why I was doing. It. I think it was just to get a rise out of people. People loved me, man. It was like a beautiful feeling. I've never felt it before. It was like I gave me a sense of belonging, and even though I may not be a furry myself. Like the people in that group showed me so much love, and even the the host did, and like that got me into creating again. So I made a fucking strides log on Spoon. My character Stride, for those that don't know, um, is kind of this nerdy character, and he's he's a part of myself in a way, but in a great exaggeration. And I I play Stride, of course, because it's my character. But um, man, and I just I didn't know what to do to make content on there yet. And so all I did was just literally do what I've already done in the past. And I revisited Stride for the first time, and it must have been five years. And and people loved it, man. I got, like, over 200 listens, I, b- I believe, on that. And people were commenting, and it was just really cool. And I was like, holy shit, like, I'm not saying it's a million viewers or anything, but I'm like, people are fucking with this a little bit. And so yeah. I started... No, I started people liking this stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I started getting more into, after that I started doing, you know, what is Gorilla Squad, uh, who is Strider, all of that, um, I did more audio recordings, and I kept going, and kept going, and kept going, and then I made more abstract stuff, I even did a nostalgia piece like Crash Bandicoot, which I, I still love to this day, I might even, I'm probably, and probably gonna move most of my Spoon content, actually, to, uh, Gorilla Squad cast, it's kind of like, season zero, it's gonna be like side content, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and man, I, all I gotta say is like, so, you know, basically the point is at this point, you know, this has led to now, this is all culminated to the right now, and Gorilla Squadcast wouldn't exist if it weren't for that community, and they know who they are, and it, uh, man, that's what I gotta say about furries, is I'm surprised, pleasantly, that most of them are very wholesome and decent people, and they put me on when I was at a very low place in my life. Oh, I absolutely agree, man. I mean, we are talking about a place that really needs to thrive on its inclusiveness. 
Like we can all tell you about the stereotypes behind, for example, that small community. Well, actually, not so small community. Um, but yeah, no, it was the fact that it was a no, it was a judgment-free zone, which again, almost going back to what we were talking before, like being the South, South American upbringing, it's like, yep. you're allowed to kind of think freely. And, so, and thank God for the internet, which allowed people to, with similar interests, to like get closer and form groups and yep. find safety in those groups. But um, no, 100%, man. Like I said, it was a very cool thing that we were all into our things and like nobody was there to like i mean i mean you're gonna find the occasional asshole which is fine you know because most of the time you can probably beat them up uh you don't but you know, you know that you can um <laughs> but um no it, it was just being able to just kind of have that freedom to be yourself and stuff i think that's very important and i really hope it's something that we don't lose anytime soon i agree with that i think that um you know big things happen as a result of that you know in general right it's like acceptance with yourself but also it's funny I've, I've struggled with this man i'm in therapy of course but it's like i have to get to a position where you know most of the time i should be happy and self-fulfilled and not uh require external validation but part of me is like i still need validation a little bit from from the right people though that's the difference it's like don't seek validation from people that don't know you or care about what you care about. You know what I mean? And that's the that's that's my approach to all that. No, I think you're right. No, I think you're right. Um, at the end of the day, we're still very social creatures. There's a reason why people get locked in a room by themselves and they go completely crazy after like two weeks. Um, we're social creatures. We seek validation from each other, but. Um, I 100% agree with you on that. Like, you gotta make sure you know whose opinion really matters. You know? Absolutely. Not just talking out their ass or just because they were brought up that way, even though that way is not technically the right way because there's very little ways that it could be the right way. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, it does. It does. And, man, you know, sorry, not to take over. This is your interview, but. I, no, uh, no, man, I'm enjoying this. I didn't know about um, the beginnings of the whole Strider Gorilla Squad. That was yeah. actually kind of cool. I didn't know that it started in a place. If you gave me a, a list of reasons, and that was on that list, the furry, the furry community one, that, that honestly, no. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. creating tests for my students now, and it's all <laughs> my choice. That would have been the last one that I crossed out as a potential choice. I would have been like, no, no, no way. Uh, I That's mean, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I, and to this day, I'm still not really part of that community, but, like, that specific group showed me love regardless, and I think that was dope as hell, which is why I went to, with the Gorilla Squad route, just because I'm like, well, I guess if I were to have a first owner, it'd probably be a gorilla, because gorillas are cool as fuck, and they're strong. <laughs> and that was my approach, but, like, really, with Gorilla Squadcast, like, I really just, I took the name, because it's already known by some, and I thought it was fun anyway. I can add a jungle spin to it, make it, you know, make it a good vibe, like chill, but like fun, you know what I mean? But still intense. And that's, I feel like that's kind of what summarizes me as a person anyway. So anyway, yeah, um, I appreciate your interest in that though, for sure, because that's, that's a little bit of a history lesson for those of you listening. This is how the Gorilla Squadcast came to be. I'll see y'all in 10 years, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> now you have a, a podcast episode to like refer people to. It's like, why gorillas? And you're like episode five or whatever you know? oh, yep. yep 
I'm definitely gonna do a. Uh, I was actually planning on moving, uh, not moving over. Well, I already told you about that, but I do am gonna do a new version of basically what is Gorilla Squadcast, and that will be also you know bonus content. It won't be part of the season structure. It'll just be its own thing. Um, just to, just because I'm sure people are like, what the fuck is a Gorilla Squadcast? <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess you have a lot to learn, my friend. I wanted to ask. Uh, Actually, not even that. I'm sorry. You know what? Honestly, all I want you to do is really tell the people, again, you know, who you are and what you do. And I'm going to drop all of your information in the description below of this podcast. And, uh, you know, everybody check out what Diego, also known as Mara Black, does. But I want you to tell them exactly what it is you do. Oh, God. Um, a lot of things. Well, not a lot of things anymore because of uh, job. Uh, but we already went through it. Um, right now, my creative outlets have been cosplaying and streaming. I used to have a podcast of my own, but again, because of time constraints and COVID, may you die a slow, horrible death. You're a stupid bitch, COVID. Um, yeah, no, I kind of have to take a, a break on that. But as of right now, I do stream. Currently, the game that I fell in love with is Elden Ring. And then I go from Elden Ring to Cyberpunk a lot. Uh, I don't know if you tried Cyberpunk yet, but I think you would really enjoy James. I'm serious. I think it's great. After the newest update, I actually did re-download it. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, it's still not super well optimized, but the glitches are very, very low now. A lot, a lot less. So what I'm doing is I actually downloaded a mod, uh, which I can optimize the game better. And it, and it gives me more frames and all that stuff. But anyway, that's, that's technically weird talk. But yeah, man. Uh, fucking... I enjoy it. I, I've been really enjoying it. I just restarted it from scratch uh, with my. I put my character, Dr. Philly Cheesecake, into a situation to where he's now in the cyberpunk universe uh, via character creator, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, listeners will know. They're like, what the fuck is a Dr. Philly Cheesecake? Philly Cheese? <laughs> Philly Cheesecake? Cheesecake? What? So, Dr. Philly Cheesecake is a uh, mad scientist uh, clone of a, basically a malfunctioning clone of um, this god character. But anyway, you'll find more, you'll find out more about that in My Name James, uh, which the next one I am in the process of writing. Um, and so basically what I was really trying to say was, man, Cyberpunk is, is a lot of fun. And putting my mad scientist uh, technologically, you know, uh, involved doctor character <laughs> in that universe is fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is so the reports, man. You make your own. That's that's right. I definitely have to, man. That's just the way you do it. Man, I keep telling them what you're about. What else you do? Uh, that's pretty much it. I'm currently a teacher, figuring out how that is. Um, finding out what works, what doesn't. But that's not interesting to y'all at all. I promise you, you don't have to lie. It's it's weird work. And uh, let's just say it's definitely not for the money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I find it really awesome. Um, I'm hoping to get back into podcasting very soon once I'm able to kind of rebalance my work, personal life um, schedule. As you know very well, uh, Mr. James, uh, it, it's, a, it's a tricky thing to get creative, especially after working a full shift of, you know, semi-stressful job. That's um, right. You know, I'm not a coal miner by any means, but you know, I still go home and I'm like, I don't want to do anything but play a video game and talk to nobody. And that's pretty much it. Um, yeah. With that being said, yeah, that's pretty much everything I got going on. Um, nothing too interesting, but again, man, 
huge fan of this 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 situation you got going on. I, I'm loving the theme. I'm loving everything you're doing right now. And I'm gonna be okay, doing some backlogging and just check out the other, earlier stuff as well. I appreciate that a lot, man. That means a lot, especially coming from somebody who else is also, you know, a creator. Um, you know, respect from your peers is very important. And of course, we're friends, but you know, on a on just a creation level, like that means a lot to me, man. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Everybody, shout out. You know, Diego, also known as Amaru Black. I will post all of his things that you may want to go check out. Actually, not may, you're going to. I'm going to fucking find you. <laughs> if you listen to this, I have analytics, bitch. You know what that includes? Your home address. All right, it includes your home address and your IP address. I'm just kidding. I didn't say that he did, but it yeah. doesn't mean I don't disagree. So here we go. Exactly. See, that's exactly what happened with the 2016 election. But anyway, so, you know, I just want to bring up that. <laughs> But you know, uh, my man, he does big things. He's he's a, he's go he goes beast mode, bro. He fucking he just keeps doing good shit and he's service to his community on top of you know everything else he does. So please go check out his content. Check out his old podcast. I'll link that in there too. Uh, you gotta send me that podcast information. But oh, man, yeah. like seriously, go check all that shit out, man. See what he's about. Cause the man, the man does a lot. The I'm man is black on Instagram. That's the only thing I use now that I think about it. Okay, so we'll do a Mar Black on Instagram, but I'll, I'll link whatever else I can for you. Um, but man, you know, just basically just want to thank you for being here, man. It's uh, it's been a real pleasure, and you know, we talked about a lot of good things, a lot of fun things, a lot of serious things too. And uh, you know, more or less, just want to say, man, I know that uh, you know it's you know we out here and. I just want to, I guess really, I'm just kind of tripling or tripping over my words now, but basically, yeah, just thank you for being here. It's, it's been a great time. And uh, welcome to the jungle, bitches, for those of you that are just joining in. Hell yeah. <laughs> no? Fuck yeah. Hell Wait, yeah. Can I curse? I can yeah, of course. I've been cursing this oh, whole time. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah. And uh, so, I know that you mentioned earlier, before we started recording, you did have a few surprise questions. Now, now the tables have turned. So, Shit. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what you got for me. Alright, everybody open your books to page six. So here we go. Okay, I'm flipping through right now. So, the teacher in me. Yep, open. Page six. <laughs> Damien, Damien, stop saying, stop calling me the N-word, Damien. Oh. <laughs> no, straight up. My, my school is mostly like black and Hispanic. I've been called the N-word so, like a, a concerning amount of time. <laughs> Wait, are they blind? <laughs> <laughs> it gets really bad. Dude. A concerning amount of time. You should do mandatory eye tests. <laughs> oh god, it's it's weird because like it's a very tricky subject. So it's like how the heck do I even react to this? Um, but no, honestly, you kind of cover some of the stuff that I wanted to ask you. Uh, one of the bigger ones is why Gorilla Squad, why Strider. Those things are out of the. You already explained some of them pretty much. Well, you didn't um, know about Strider. I didn't tell you about Strider, so. Yes, go so Strider is the first question. How did you how did you run upon this? Cause I don't know about you, man, but like gamer tags, they they, they always had some meaning. Unless it was like big X, big X, little X, sniper, ninja, assassin, four twenty, yeah, four twenty, blaze it, cod, sniper, uh -huh. yeah. fucking we, your we mom, or <laughs> <laughs> Modern Warfare Two lobbies. Oh yeah, <laughs> four baby. God, my mom was such a harlot, apparently. Oh, wow. 
Gears of War also was in rotation. Yep. Or the guy um, randomly just moaning into the mic because he didn't want to talk shit. <laughs> they will always be those. They will always just be moaning, making sex noise. And I'm like, well, I guess that's one way to. Bro, I've, I've met. Shit. You know, like in the year 2021, I still had people to like do that in real life to my face. And I'm like, are you fucking. Are you good? I'm like, are you good? <laughs> no, man, he's horny. Help him. <laughs> obviously, that's <laughs> obviously, and I ain't helping, bro. Homie, don't swing that way. But you know, Philly Cheesecake does. Maybe I'll send him. But um, <laughs> you so, know, <laughs> we need a representative or something for real. But um, yeah, so Strider comes from actually, man. All right, so let's we're gonna about to go down the history of of my fucking gamer tags. Okay, you know, basically. My first ever gamer tag on Xbox was actually uh, that was of my own account was dude with a t-shirt. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, back up a little. T-shirt. Dude with a t-shirt. Okay. So yeah. you didn't like Avenger family and like uh, tell them the name of the person that avenged his family. His name's Strider. Like no, it was you saw t-shirt. No, it was dude with a t-shirt. You saw a dude with a t-shirt. You're like, yes. <laughs> it's the dude with a t-shirt that killed you. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine like being defeated in the field of battle? Manta had combat. Oh, sorry, Manta had combat. Mano and mano. And the guy's just wearing nothing else but one t-shirt that says Strider on it. And I need to reiterate, nothing but the t-shirt, nothing else, just the t-shirt. He's got an oversized white t-shirt, and he's got his dick hanging out, but you know what? Well, yeah, for the, the t-shirt, How do you the t-shirt, really, really, you know, like, you know, they say centuries later, we're still thinking about it, so, obviously, you know, it was meant to be, it was prophetic, right? It was always part of the destiny to expansion, check it out, no, <laughs> Um, no, but seriously, like, so that was my gamer tag. I don't even know what year that was. 2006, that was like my Xbox 3, not Xbox 360, not even, it was the original Xbox. I was playing Halo 2 online <laughs> with, like, a hardwired connection, and I was a young boy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, then after that, my father made a, when, when I got a 360 for the first time, I made an account called Skullman. And my father made an account called Strider, and it was S-S-T-R-Y-D-E-R-R, -R. <laughs> because regular Strider was taken. <laughs> and then, uh, Skullman, I don't, like, same thing, I did S-S-K-U-L-M-A-N-N, and that was it. And then there was Skullman 2, inevitably, a few years later, when I got locked out of my original Skullman account. Um, and then I eventually took over my father's Strider account. I played with that for a while, and then I changed my gamer tag to MLG Fat Cake in all caps. <laughs> and let me tell you, the days of MLG Fat Cake were very interesting. <laughs> yeah, imagine getting your life ruined online. Like, <laughs> that's amazing, man. That's like ecological warfare. <laughs> it really is. I'm sick of that. It really is, bro. And I was definitely that kid. 
you know, in my, that was, that was around my teen years, and I was definitely that kid that had a lot of fucking anger issues, going, you know, a lot of shit going out of home, and he got on Xbox, and he would just ruin your life the best he possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> Always spitting venom, being, like, awful. <laughs> so anyway, I'm all Jeep Fat Cake. Uh, I even got my, you know, I got my, I got flagged for my name, and, like, Xbox, somebody reported my name. As if it was like a horrible thing to say. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, imagine a scenario where you're at Panera Bread, specifically Panera Bread because I worked there, but <laughs> you're at a Panera Bread and you're like, wow. You know who really pit you know what really like somebody named MLG Fat Cake. Really grinded my gears. <laughs> yeah, like, really just hurt my feelings. So <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go home and report them on Xbox Live. <laughs> anyway, um, after that it inevitably became, because I, I kind of hated my name after a while, I was like, nobody's taking me seriously. And I was starting to get into the edgy phase, and like serious phase, when I started approaching my uh, late teens. So I was like, so I was like, alright, I want to go back to Strider. So I did that, and I did L space Strider space L. So it's been a journey, <laughs> uh, to say the least, with my gamer tag. And, uh, you know, basically moving forward, this is... This is where we are. I'm, I'm Strider. I, I don't know. At this point, now people know who the fuck I am to a degree, so obviously I can't just get rid of it, you know, brand identity and everything, so <laughs> I have to keep it. <laughs> My internet, you know, people that know me as Strider, of course, you know, mm -hmm. and then you got the real life people that know me as James Hobson, so anyway, that's the story of uh, Strider. <laughs> Nah, man. I, listen, man. I feel you on the whole thing. Uh, you're you're talking to a guy who I'm gonna tell you my uh, my first gamer tag. Okay. I'm ready. It was DC Gamer for Life. The four <laughs> was a number, not a letter. <laughs> DC Gamer for Life, just because it was my initials, and the whole time I would have to uh, live through the comments of like, "Oh, you like DC Comics?" And I was like, "No." Or the shoes being relevant at the time. DC yeah, shoes? Was, DC was, shoes? Fucking shoes. It took my trip. Um, <laughs> them right so now. Gears of War. Like, after Gears of War 3 came out, I was like a huge fan. That's all I played for like eight hours a day. <laughs> and um, eventually I changed it to, and again, I was young, didn't know better. I changed it to uh, DC Naturgasm. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the shotgun in that video game yep, and I yep. thought I was so good at it it would make people orgasm there he goes a different boy I'm 27 now give me some credit I respect that I respect that oh, that's that the same kind of phase with MLG Fat Cake that's what I'm saying there, there were cringy days okay we all had them I still scream I still wake up screaming at night because I'm like oh. <laughs> wake up in a cold sweat you're like what year is it that anymore I don't, I don't i no longer think i can get girls by by calling myself that oh okay. <laughs> oh my god that's funny you got any other, any other names in the lineage no no now that i'm willing to share right now sure. <laughs> <I'm willing> to. <laughs> that's shout out only fans anyway um <laughs> <laughs> man that's funny. I appreciate you sharing that with me, man. That's, that's of course. Funny. This is hey space. No, no one else is gonna. Yeah, nobody's listening to this private conversation. Yeah. 
nobody's listening to this private conversation that's not going to be posted on websites. No, we oh, Christ, because, yeah, that was, that was vulnerable just now. Um, okay, so here's my last question, okay? Ready. Okay. So, no, you don't cosplay a lot, but if you were, what cosplay, what character would you cosplay? Well, I don't cosplay. Say like you, it's one and done. You have all the budget in the world to make yourself look and feel like this character. Okay. So as far as, okay. So as far as like, all right, for some context, I'm not gonna go super into detail and, and drag it on, but I've only cosplayed one time, and I've cosplayed as Wario that one time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was legendary. Okay, we tore it up in New York Comic Con. Let me tell you. Um, oh. I have to go and look through uh, uh, an old friend's photos to pick up the archives of me in the Wario suit, but shit was god tier. Anyway. <laughs> god tier. Yo, I literally have a photo of me with a fucking Mario box standing next to a, like a very attractive Samus Aran cosplay in Zero Suit Samus. <laughs> like it was, I'm like, we took Super Smash Brothers to a whole new meaning. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I pulled out the gar. Yo, I was so dedicated to my role that I busted out the garlic. I bought it at Stop and Shop up in the Northeast. Oh, God, from the Northeast, you know. <laughs> busted out some garlic at the con. Real garlic. Okay. And I was holding it, and I was just so in character. And then, I, funny enough, the Wario mustache, the adhesive, because I had, like, nine, a 5 o'clock shadow. Uh-huh. It actually wore off and, like, kept falling off in mid-photo. So I have one photo of me, like, hanging out with three other Warios. And, like, my mustache is falling. <laughs> oh, my God. But, okay, we have to get together with some drinks and talk about that one. Because that's yeah. hilarious. That's awesome, dude. That's, that's yeah. I, I, I would, so, to answer your question, the reason this context is important is because I literally don't want to play as anybody else at any convention ever. I literally only want to be Wario consistently. But the difference would be my, my, my 1.0, my Wario 1.0, was in a costume I bought from Amazon. But Wario 2.0 would be Biker Wario, and I would do it myself. <laughs> you know, from like the WarioWare games, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Batman. That's the move, that's the move. Oh God, I hope I get to see it in real life, man. We can make it happen, man. I told you, I, I do stuff. I mean, my own source, I do everything. You'd be the inspiration if you could physically, literally help me figure out how to fucking make that happen. I, dude, we, we, we can work it out. I would definitely would do it again, too. I would show up to that con, and I would be Wario, and I would tear shit up. We would both tear shit up. You People would actually be, like, like admiring what you have on, but me, I would just be, like, the meme god. Like, I would just go hard. Just, well, I'm, like, in full <laughs> character, looking, trying to do my best impression of the badass person. You know, hey. <laughs> wow! Holy shit! <laughs> Look at this guy, huh? <laughs> how fucking but like like again going back to the convention conversation how perfect would that be like come on man that's awesome what's even better is like just to even add to the fucking meme is like recently i went back up to new york uh for my birthday last year and connecticut uh by association of course and i i you know met up with my boy eli um and we did some things up there we did some fun stuff but the reason I'm, what i'm saying is I literally fucking printed out QR codes of a link to my link tree so people can listen to the Gorilla Squadcast, and I posted all over Manhattan. 
Now keep in mind, I went to the convention in New York as Wario. Now the connection here is that I'm gonna fucking dress up as Wario with QR codes I'm gonna hand out to people. <laughs> That's awesome. To fucking That's go check out the content. It's, mar- it's not only fun, but it's also marketing. And I'm gonna have a QR code stuck to my fucking Wario uh, helmet, because it's Biker Wario. So people can scan it and go to the Gorilla Squad cast. <laughs> Dude, I pray that that actually becomes the real thing. I would pay real money to see it. Man. Oh, awesome. we're doing it. We're doing it. Heck yeah. Yo, so thank you for the question, man. I've, I've never been. Yeah, interv- man. I've never been interviewed on my fun. interview before. Nice yeah, yeah. Man, we gotta, we definitely gotta talk about that more. Do you know when the next convention's coming up? Um, depends what, how far are you willing to drive? Well, I got the whip, so wherever. Oh, heck yeah. Um, very soon then. Closer Word. to June. June, okay. Alright, well, yeah, it we looks like I got little, some... We can do a little podcast in the hotel room. Dude. While we, uh, while we put it. your nose on, we'll put all my armor on. <laughs> Yo, we gotta, yeah. I'm not even gonna put a fake nose on. I'm just gonna, like, paint my nose pink like I did that other time. Because um, that's what Wario's, you know how it goes. Anyway, man, all right, so I think we've covered just about everything for today. And, uh, man, I just want to give you a second round of applause and thanks, everybody. Please check his content below. I am James, also known as Strider. And now you know the history of the Gorilla Squadcast. Thanks to Diego here. Oh, yeah. And, uh, man, we're only doing big things moving forward. And, uh, you know, tune into the rest of season two of the Gorilla Squadcast. And, uh, man, you know, just anything you want to say to the audience before we, uh, depart here, my man? Um, not much besides, uh, be kind to people, be nice to people. You never know, you never know what they're going through, and also, um, again, escapes are awesome. Find what you love, and don't be ashamed to do it. That's right. I made that mistake for way too long until I found, like, oh, wow, people can just have fun being themselves, and into the things that they're into it took me way too long to realize that so please do not hesitate to do the same for yourself remember one life one life guaranteed so chase it make fun make the best of it that's right that's absolutely true and man just want to say man like having you on here has been a blast definitely one of the most fun uh interviews and I've only had two so far, but still, it was a blast, man. <laughs> it really was. I'll take it. No, I'll take it. I'll be dethroned very quickly, I'm sure. But as of right now, hell yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know, dog. I don't think anybody's going to be dethroned. I think everybody has something different to bring to the table. You feel me? So, okay. but this has been a blast. Again, Gorilla Squadcast out. Check out Amaru Black, also known as Diego's content in the description. And the next episode of Gorilla Squadcast will be out soon i've already got a few episodes in the backlog and we're just gonna keep dropping shit we're just gonna keep going that's it we're not stopping this season two is gonna go on for quite a while so we're we're gonna keep pumping content out and uh, we love y'all thank you for tuning in and uh peace peace out